Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 8, continued. Section 7 Offer each other to Christ for souls. Mother Teresa continued to be cheerful and enthusiastic. Hers was no mere superficial joy, but a deeply spiritual one. She explained the reasons behind it in an encouraging letter to her sick and suffering co workers. My very dear sisters and brothers, for a long time I have been wanting to write, and each time the post goes without my having written. But be assured that every one of us claim your love before the throne of God, and there every day we offer you, or rather offer each other to Christ for souls. We, the missionaries of charity, how grateful we must be, you to suffer and we to work. We finish in each other what is wanting in Christ. What a beautiful vocation is ours to be the carriers of Christ's love in the slums. Your life of sacrifice is the chalice, or rather, our vows are the chalice, and your suffering and your work are the wine, the spotless host. We stand together holding the same chalice, and so with the adoring angels satiate his burning thirst for souls. My very dear children, let us love Jesus with our whole heart and soul. Let us bring him many souls. Keep smiling. Smile at Jesus in your suffering. For to be a real MC, you must be a cheerful victim. How happy I am to have you all. You belong to me as much as every sister belongs to me here. And often when the work is very hard, I think of each one of you and tell God, Look at my suffering children, and for their love, bless this work, and it works immediately. So you see, you are our treasure house, the powerhouse of the MC. Pray for me, dear second selves, and keep smiling for Jesus and for me. Mother Teresa's inner pain did not diminish. She longed to unburden her soul to someone she trusted, yet she did not. She found it harder to communicate with her spiritual director, Father Van Exum. Her great reverence for God's action in her soul, especially the mystical experiences related to her call, made her reluctant to open her soul to anyone else. So she chose to suffer this ordeal in silence rather than disclose the secret of my love for Jesus and his tender love for me. All that was left was to write to Archbishop Perrier. Today we have finished our sixth day. The more I pray, the clearer it grows, the desire of Christ to intimate likeness to him and this to do by more motherly love, affection, and attachment to every individual sister, and by sweetness and kindness 
even in the tone of voice with all, especially when I make a remark or have to refuse the poor. This year I have often been impatient and even sometimes harsh in my remarks, and I have noticed each time I have done the sisters less good. I always got more from them when I am kind. One thing is worrying me. Sometimes when faced with difficulty about some sisters, I've had to speak to Father Van Exum or Father Cordiero. How far is this against charity? Can I keep silence? If I've spoken to Father Van Exum, it is because he takes your place. If to Father Cordero, for help through the instruction and also his advice, has always been very wise. And I have great need of learning. Each time I have done it to either of them, I have been to confession. What should I do? To me, this is uncharitable, and yet I have to find the answer to the difficulty that sometimes comes from the sisters' different characters, etc. Yet, Your Grace, how we have to thank God for our good sisters. In spite of their shortcomings, they are very fervent and generous. God must be very pleased with the great amount of sacrifices these young sisters make every day. God keep them so. Before, I used to get such help and consolation from spiritual direction. From the time the work has started, nothing. Even myself have nothing to say, so it seems. I would very much want to have once a good talk. But the thought of having to tell all that is connected with the call keeps me back. And so I speak to no one. Please forgive me for writing all this. You have so much to do. Please pray for me that I answer him generously. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. By her experience, what did Mother realize about her gentleness, her kindness? She says that she gets more out of the sisters. They are more generous when she is very kind to them. I always got more from them when I am kind. Here she is, the superior of this growing group of religious sisters. And those sisters have problems, they have difficulties, Sometimes they need correction or remarks. Sometimes they're dealing with very, very impatient, rude, very needy, poor people. And in these very difficult, stressful situations, Mother Teresa admits that sometimes 
she lacked sweetness, she lacked kindness. Her tone of voice was not what it should have been or could have been. And she says, by experience, I don't help the sisters when I'm like this. I always do less good when I allow that spirit of impatience to pop through, to shine through. And what is it that she wants to be like? She wants to be like Christ. And what will that involve? An affection and attachment to every individual sister. An attachment and affection for every individual sister. She calls it a motherly love. A mother knows each one of her children. A mother has a special love for each one of her children. And that love stems from carrying them in her womb for so long. That love comes from conceiving their life, conceiving that child in her very body, from nursing that child, from knowing everything about him or her from that young age, all the care, all the attention. That love that a mother has for her child that comes from giving birth. Well, of course, Mother Teresa didn't give physical birth to these sisters. How can she have a motherly love and affection attachment to every individual sister? Well, this is where divine love comes to our rescue. God's divine love, the love by which he loves each one of us individually, the love that has brought us into existence, the love that knows us through and through. It's that divine love which God can put into our hearts for other people. It's that divine love for an individual person, a supernatural love that makes us want everything that other person needs, makes us want it for that person. If it's tenderness, if it's kindness, whatever it is that that person is suffering, going through, even before they ask for it. It's this divine love, this charity for those people as individuals, as created by God, as redeemed by Christ. This is what Mother Teresa was longing for. This is what she realized when it happened was more fruitful. So let us ask tonight, especially this week, for this very particular kind of charity. It's especially important if someone is married because what the sacrament of marriage does is it infuses into your soul, your heart, a charity, a divine love for one particular person that is your spouse. And you want to beg God to increase that love and you want him to increase that love also for your children. Not just a motherly love, but a supernatural love. That's what we want. And if we've been hurt, it's precisely that supernatural love that comes from the grace of the sacrament that can heal and overcome a lot of the pain. But it may not be in marriage that we need this. It may be in a religious order. It may be in our family. It may be at work. It may be in a parish. 
It may be in a prayer group, wherever it is, wherever we find ourselves. Let us ask the Lord to give us this very particular love for the person we're dealing with. Help me love this person, Jesus, as you love him. Help me love this person, Jesus, as you love her. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.